tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined from across the river by the one and only Frankie Jr. Or Frankie. Hey David, how are you doing? What's going on? Thanks so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. I mean, I was going to start by asking you where you are, but Miss Dolores just made an appearance, so you're home. Yeah, she just snuck in. I came home for the day. I had to bring my dog to the vet, and I'm headed back to school, actually, uh, tonight. So you're, like, at school. Like, is that what happened? Like, you went back for the season, like, this yeah. season? Yeah, so I went back, came back for filming, uh, then, and we had to get tested twice a week. So they're always coming back for testing. And then I also have work in the city. I work on Mill Street uh, two days a week. So I was really busy with that, too. So you right. So now you were supposed to do your internship over the summer. I know Dolores rented an apartment. Yeah. Like, did that ever happen? Or that was... Uh, unfortunately not. It was really upsetting because I was supposed to go into an area I really enjoyed. Like, I was starting off in a very technical area at an amazing bank called Oppenheimer. Uh, in equity research and special situations. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. They had to completely cancel the whole entire internship. And uh, I was kind of just left with like questioning, like, oh my gosh, I worked so hard. Because going into your senior year is very important for an internship. That internship is usually where you get hired for the following year. And those are usually the best jobs. So I had worked so hard to set this up perfectly and it was canceled. So I was left, what do I even do now? And I ended up applying to uh, uh, this place later on. I also had a friend that worked there. Um, started in the fall, but I studied all summer for my GMAT. And it, it was a good experience. You know, I, I made the most of it. So you're in your senior year, year, year now, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, just wow. yeah. And you came home, even though you were at college, you, did you want to film this season? Like you just, you of course. I mean, filmed? Uh, yeah, it was exciting. You know, filming is always, people always ask me how filming has been for me and, I mean, they've been so great, like, to the family, and it's, I enjoy it so much, and it's so natural, and honestly, I do love it, because my mom and my dad are always running back and forth constantly, so when you put us in a room together, and you force us to stay there, because we're filming, we get some great conversations, in because it, it is natural, and it is true, we speak about the things we would. So now, yeah. you're from New Jersey originally, obviously. Yes. And you grew up, did you love growing up in New Jersey? I love it. A lot of people complain about it. I love Jersey. I think it's one of the best places uh, to raise a kid. I love the change of the seasons. I love, um, let's see what else. I love change of the seasons. I love how we have the beach. We have uh, so many different uh, fun places you could go. We have nice amusement parks. We have the mall, everything. And you, go to, and you go to school now at Sacred Heart in Connecticut. In Connecticut, yeah. What do you think it is? Like, why do you think people love New Jersey so much? Like, why are people in the world obsessed with the state of New Jersey? Yeah, it's a, no, it's a good question. I mean, I just think it has, like, everything. And you have so much, uh, obviously, on a different standpoint, not that this even matters, though. You have a lot of people, you know, New York is the financial mecca of the world. And there's a lot of wealth that flies around New York. And people have to understand that a lot of, uh, a majority of, the people either live in the city or they come to Jersey, right? Cause it's right outside the city or obviously uh, some Connecticut, but really Jersey is a huge place where a lot of people go to raise a family, if not New York. Uh, so it's, it's interesting. Like, so yeah. So everyone's obsessed with the state of New Jersey. Yeah. 
So you love growing up in New Jersey. You had like, I assume like your typical childhood, your parents are divorced, but other than that, I mean, divorced, my parents yeah. are divorced whose parents aren't divorced, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. 52% apparently or something. Seriously. But were you, were you like always into like sports and everything growing up? Yeah, I was big really? in sports growing up. Yeah, I played football my whole life. That was my main sport. Until high school, I wanted to be really good in high school, um, but I just was too small. I couldn't, I couldn't last at the high school I was at until I started working out. And then, I, honestly, I could have gone back and played, and I think they've done pretty well, but I was kind of on a different trajectory at the time. Why? Because you started working out and you discovered yeah. working out? Yeah. I mean, sophomore year, I weighed 130 pounds, and in the end of junior year, I weighed 195, nearly 200 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And you just loved weight training. Yeah, it was all about weight training for me. It was like all about weight training. You know, following my father's advice, eating every day, lifting. I fell in love with it. No. I mean, so like were people in school like, what the hell? Like, Oh, yeah. I remember exactly what it was like. Yeah, people were always, uh, you know, they were always asking me for workout advice here and there. But there was a lot of big athletes there. So everyone was like, really a lot of great athletes built fantastically but how fast i got built uh, definitely people noticed that and it made it even feel even better like where the hell did this come? did you do it over a summer when like no one saw you it was both i did it over um did it over the summer and during the school year yeah. so that must your father must have been happy right like he was very following happy. in his footsteps he was, he was happy to see me put on some size so like your mind now, I mean, I know, you know, Dolores, your family got involved in New Jersey Housewives like later on. So, but when the show was first being cast, like in like 2008, 2009, like, do you remember, like, was there, I mean, were you were just too young to yeah, know? Uh, yeah, no, I remember exactly what happened. I remember they came to my house. I was a kid, like really young and they were filming us and, um, I remember the first few days and my mom just decided against it, which was strange looking back because it was a rough time for us and it would have definitely been something that would have helped us. And she decided against it for my sister and I. She thought it just wasn't the right timing and uh, it worked out well. It really did. Right. So like when Dolores was going to get involved, like in the beginning, she just thought you guys were too young or yeah, just Yeah, she wasn't. thought we were too young and uh, she didn't want to ruin her relationships that she had with uh, the, the, the girls on the show. And uh, it, was, it was just good timing. It was a really good decision made by her. See, with Dolores, it's always family first. Yeah, definitely. I think it was some of the production too. I think they kind of felt the same. It, it worked out. It did work out well. So like when you didn't get it at that time or, you know, like you didn't go forward, like, do you remember, like, did you know, like, did you know Gia at that time? Like when Teresa oh, got yeah. it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And now, wait, did you, do you and Gia go to the same high school or no? No, Gia and I never went to the same high school. We were, okay. um, I, I just didn't know. I yeah, never knew. G, yeah, Gia and I just were family. We would always see each other at the Brownstone for every party. I would go over to her house uh, to go. My mom was going to see her mother. Um, I remember one time we went to dance lessons together. We, we, I mean, we would always see each other growing up. Did you watch like Jersey Housewives before you were on it? Like I imagine you didn't because you were young and... I assume you weren't sitting around watching Housewives. Yeah, no, I had, heard, I had really heard about it, and it was really popular. It was blowing up, but uh, yeah, I did keep an keep an eye on it, just here and there. I was so young, you know, I was playing football. Right, like, listen, you were a straight young male. I assume exactly. you were not the demographic to watch the exactly. Jersey Housewives. Yeah. My mom was watching. I probably peep peek in there. I remember at the time it was Jersey Shore and Jersey Housewives were huge at the same time. It was like blowing up together. Totally. That's what that, that was my next question. Like, were you a fan of Jersey Shore? I remember. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was never like total. I was just still too young to really understand everything. But I remember at the time watching Jersey Shore and like I would watch with my mom in like fifth, sixth grade, just looking at it. And uh, it was so weird because we would go there every summer. We were at this at Seaside, you know, it was our life. It was it just. I couldn't understand why people were falling in love with like what I thought was normal. Right. <laughs> this is so normal. Like this is our summers. We see these people all the time. All my cousins are like this. Like what's the issue? Like everyone you knew and in your family was like a Paulie D or a Vinny or like a Mike. Yeah. Or like when we go down there, we have like friends over, like it was all them. We, we were living this show all the time. It was, it, it really was funny. 
Right. I mean, they did totally blow up at the same time. Yeah. And then, have you, have you ever met any of those guys from Jersey Shore? I met, uh, I'm trying to think. I think I met Sammy Sweetheart. Yeah. I, I met her. My mom was actually close with her for a while. And what do you think, like, do you think there's this big misperception on Jersey? Like, say that people are not from this area, yeah. like New York, New Jersey. Like, do you think people, do you think New Jersey just has a bad rap or it has like... Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, you have to like really look at some of the people saying this. Like, if you're going to make a judgment off a state based off one group of people who, you know what, they're not even bad people. Like, it's just what they do. They've decided to be a little different. You know, some people really disagree with what they do. You know, I, I think a lot of the people who complain about it do the same thing, just in a different setting. You know? Right, totally. Or like, because of the Sopranos, I think people think if you're from New Jersey, you're Italian, and you're in the mob. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't help. My name's Catania, and when I tell someone from Jersey, my name's Catania, and I have a little bit of a Jersey accent. That's what I mean. Like, you go right there, right? I mean, that's yeah. what I mean, in Connecticut's yeah. not that far away, so at least you went to school close by. Yeah, definitely. It was, when in Connecticut was so different because that's when it like really hit like people knew who i was and everything because in high school i went to all boys high school they couldn't care less like i was on the show i had a girlfriend who didn't really care about the show at the time like uh or like didn't i guess like me being on it so she thought would try to treat it as in, insignificant and the guys at school didn't care so i'm like all right not a big deal but once i got to school it was like a whole different story yeah. Did, did your girlfriend that you had like when you were on the show did you have her before you were on the show or i did yes so she already knew you, and she didn't even care. She wasn't, like, enamored, like, oh, I want to go meet Teresa. I no, meet she was kind of, like, the opposite, actually. She was kinda, I guess she was trying to, like, put it down a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. And then, the, right, the guys in school didn't care. So what happened when you went to college? You just, there you go, and people were like, holy shit. You're yeah, when I went to college, it was, like, there were people who would just come knock on my door and then yeah, I'd open my door and they'd be like, Oh my gosh, we love this show and this and that. And like, or I'd go out and a bunch of people would come up to me and you'd see when people are in like a party setting or something, which obviously hasn't been recently, just so everyone knows uh, we've been quarantining and my school's actually been really behaved. Uh, but you know, you get people who get a little alcohol and then they all come up to you and say, uh, and I, I, I think it's so nice. I, I went, Oh, does that bother you? Like, no, not at all. Really, it doesn't. I mean, like Dolores is the same way. Like she doesn't mind. Yep. When people... It's gotten a lot, you know, at times, like let's say I was trying to just get somewhere real quick, but you know, you, you love it so much because like these people watch a show and they ended up, they all tell me how much they love my mom. And that's, that's what matters to me. That's what's important to me. People respecting my mother, loving my mom. So yeah. Real, did that, fun. did that happen? Like you were literally like just walking across the campus and people oh, yeah, were definitely. like, and you just stood there and took pictures for, for some, yeah, for some people a few times. Wow. Like, cool. It's not something I think. I, I, you know, people always say, oh, do you want to be like, you know, I'm not, I don't consider myself, oh my gosh, I'm famous or anything, but you definitely well known a lot of millions of people watch the show. Uh, but they're like, oh, is that something you want? I'm like, it's really fun, but I'd like to continue this one day, but just more in, in the realm that I want to do, which is finance. And I'd like to be very well known in finance and make a name for myself there. That makes sense. Yeah. What about like, do any professors... They would cool. always, if you, if a professor knew who I was, you would always know at the end of class. They would never let me know before. And then, like, once the class is over, the final or something, you'd always, like, somehow, it would come out or something. That's so funny. So when season seven came around and, like, you guys got involved with the show, like, did you not want to be on it? Like, is, like, was there a family discussion? Like, did Dolores say, do you guys want to do this? Or... It just was like, okay, we're doing this. Like, do you remember Yeah, kind of that? just like, okay, we're doing this. Let's make sure we pre present ourselves properly. And my mom was just insecure. She's like, well, what could people find interesting in me? I said, they're going to love you. I go, people are going to love you. And uh, it, it really was special. She ended up you know, doing amazing. She's doing fantastic. What do you attribute that to? Because, you know, listen, there's so many housewives that have so much yeah. love, and there's, they also have so much hate. Dolores has like no hate. Like everyone it's, loves it's Dolores. Crazy. And honestly, it's crazy. Like even everyone's like, oh, you must get a lot of haters. I'm like, I feel bad because I really, you know, you get here and then some people just will DM some ridiculous, crazy things that aren't nice. But like, you like, I, I always find it crazy when you look into someone's comments, let's say you're on Instagram and you see someone 
like who gets a million comments about how beautiful they are or about how handsome they are. And then it's like, okay, 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 like nice, nice, nice. And then there's one comment that's not friendly and you give that comment all the attention. I mean, definitely not. And my mom has gotten very rarely any of those. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you get that? Like, do you ever get any like online hate? No, no. I mean, not not as much as I. I don't think I'm really because I have like my whole separate life. You know, I don't like try to bathe and take advantage of the show, and like bathe in it. Like, I have my whole separate life. I have a career I'm trying to create for myself. Right. I, I feel like people just don't really like get angry about um about that. You know. Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo celebrities to bring you new creative content every day, that causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even going to get into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So- I needed somewhere to turn. And for me, I turned to BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist who is a professional that fits your needs and the things that you want to talk about. So you may not have the same issues as I do. They also deal with LGBTQIA issues anger, grief, trauma. If you are having relationship issues, if you're in a relationship, good for you. I'm not. They really deal with everything and everything you share is confidential. So I cannot stress how much because of this job that I love so much, it has caused me some issues and BetterHelp really is a lifesaver. Right now, if you guys also want to start living a happier life, as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash velvet rope. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Velvet Rope. And as a listener, you guys get 10% off your first month. Try it. I promise you, you are going to feel so much better once you talk to one of their licensed professional counselors. And listen, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. DM me. Let me know how it goes. This has been a lifesaver for me. Well, to the opposite, like, were you shocked, like, after the first season? You know, you're kind of a fan favorite. Yeah, I was, I, I was completely shocked. I was completely shocked, because I'm not going to all boys school, and, um, you know, my family's very humble. They're, like, I don't have, like, Jewish parents that, like, tout you and praise you and tell you how great you are. So, I was surprised. Yeah, I was really surprised. I was like, wow, this is, I just felt so lucky and fortunate like why do i deserve this this is so kind of people to be saying so many people be saying this well what about like because you've been to watch what happens with dolores yeah what was that like i mean you bartended shirtless yeah of course no that was great too and that was fun andy cohen's such a nice guy he's so charismatic and as i get more and more into business i like respect him for what he's created it's so amazing like everyone has ideas including yourself to have a podcast idea, but to go out and actually implement that idea and make it a thing and advertise it and take on the struggles that come with starting a business or starting some type of, um, some type of entity, right. That you have created from your mind is really hard to do. So I respect them more and more for that every time I see them. It's hard. Cause like, it's a creative, but you know, there's, it's like, I think people forget that it's like a business too, you know, like a podcast, it's a business. Like you yeah. got to kind of have both parts of your brain working at all times. No, 100%. So when you, um, would, did you always want to go into finance like and take over Wall Street? Was that always like, how'd you get there? Yeah. So I always, in the recession, you know, the recession hit a hard, hit my family really hard, especially my father lost a lot of real estate. And my mother went from, you know, a stay-at-home mother to ended up, they were divorced at the time, but my dad was always a great father and would take care of things. But it got to the point where, like, that wasn't really an option anymore. And my mom had to go to bartender school. She had to go to be a surgical technician. And she started working, like, day and night, day and night, every night. And it was just me and my sister in the house. So 
I wanted to understand the economy. I was very like intrigued by it, right? Because I was like, what is this? These red lines, what are they doing to my family? Why don't I see my mother as much? So I started to study the markets as much as I could. And I started trading in seventh grade. Wow. Yeah, I started trading ETFs and ETNs in seventh grade, leverage ETFs and ETNs. And I... Uh, Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Did that throughout high school, failingly. I was not a good trader for a long time, but I learned and learned and learned. And I learned my emotions and I learned the technicals behind it. And I ended up doing pretty well recently and I started having a, a successful trading career, but it's not even what I want to go into. I want to go into more of a technical role and learn, learn a lot. And then one day start my own place. You just you like in seventh grade that. started training. You just, uh, yeah, I started trading. Yeah. Trading. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you just figured it out. Like um, this is what you years, do. Yeah. Over the years. Well, I went into acting acting pulled me away for a few years. I took a two year hiatus because I thought I was going to be an actor and, my heart was just like, I loved acting, but my heart was not in it at the time. And at a young age to be very successful at it, I was in, I lived in LA for, for months. You did? Yeah. I was oh. shooting a movie there. I shot a movie called The World Away. It was, uh, you know, it was a cool film. It was like a you know, million, few million dollar budget. And I shot with a few current stars on Disney. And um, yeah, I realized after a while, I'm like, you know, I don't know if my heart's in this. Like I'm checking the stock market in between in between shots it was hard to put it aside because i put so much work into it but fitness i got into fitness modeling and i was able to do that while love finance and be on top of finance so that worked fine for me too wow yeah and so now what happens now that your your internship was off it all what happens now so like so, you're you're like working now in the city while like you come yeah, home from I, school I was so fortunate to be able to find a guy that honestly has believed in me when a lot of people haven't because, you know, finances, they look at the, they look at the school you go to. Sacred Heart's an amazing school, but it's not recognized as a uh, financial target school, you know? So it was harder to, to get jobs at these top places, which I'm not complaining. I mean, that's all right. I'm up for the challenge, but there was a guy I went to go work at a private equity firm. Um, my, the beginning of my junior year, and he was a separate entity and I ended up meeting him. And this was like one of the first people in the industry who was really successful to ever like really believe in me. And I've kept in touch with him. Um, and I've kind of followed him. If, if he went to work somewhere, I would have the opportunity. And that's kind of what I did. I saw an opportunity to work at this place for the fall. And he allowed me to come work here. And it's just been an amazing learning experience. It's a great place. Everyone who works there is so uh, informative and so kind. Uh, I love it. It's a, it's a fun place. It's uh, right in 40 Wall Street, uh, right by the exchange. And you plan to, after you graduate, like get a job in the city? Yeah, I plan, you know, I plan on working in the city, definitely. Did you ever put that apartment that Dolores got to good use? Like, were you guys ever there? No, she I mean, I... I was just studying the summer like an animal. She was wow. there a lot. She was there a lot. She's yeah. Still... Yeah. So when you're gonna gra you're you're graduating this June. Yes. Like this June coming up. When you were first on New Jersey Housewives, like and the cameras were there, like were you like, why are there cameras in her house? Like did I mean you knew why they were there, but like did it take a minute to get used to or no, I mean, it's, honestly, it's like, I feel like it just really, because remember, I filmed a lot before that. I just right. spent months in California. I was doing acting lessons. So I was okay in front of the camera. This is so much easier. I'm like, just, just to act like myself. I don't have to, you know, a lot of people, they always ask me, is it real or is it fake? I don't know about any of the other franchises, right? But I mean, New Jersey is real as it gets. Like I, my mother, it, they would have the triple the show if they were able to film more often. The stuff that you hear about behind the scenes is crazy. Like there's a whole nother show that goes on behind the scenes that they just can't catch uh, on camera. Like, these totally. Were, like, yeah, it's really, it's, it's very interesting. Well, to that point, were you shocked like when you first filmed or even like when you watched it back of like 
oh my God, like some of these women are crazy or just there's so much drama. Like, were you shocked at the drama as you watched it after you filmed it? And I'm sure you were there for some of it. Yeah, I was. It is crazy. Like, it's crazy. You think it's crazy to watch it on TV in person. It's just like, it's it's also captivating. Like, you just, someone says something you want to see how the other person's going to respond. It's, it's been an amazing experience. It really has. Do you find that like when you're filming certain things where it's like a whole group that, you know, like say two people are off in the corner fighting, are you just kind of like a viewer, even though you're physically standing right there? Yeah. No, you, so I always like, you want to stay out of it. And it's just, there's so many, it's like, you just want to let them do their thing because they're fighting and, it's, I mean, the fights do get crazy. There are, yeah, you'll, the season, there's this, especially the season, it's really, you know, I'm sure I can't say anything about it, but you'll see the season. There's, I, I've heard some stuff. I think it's going to be a great season. I think so too. Yeah, it really is. Were you happy like to come home and like continue, you know, cause like the people that watch are probably, you know, if you weren't there would be like, where are you? Like, are you happy to be like asked back and like part of the story? Oh yeah, always, always so happy to be part of the story still, you know, I know there was a lot of housewives that weren't on. Um, and you like, you wonder from a standpoint, you know, you hope you're doing a good job because I, I love the production crew and I, I love the experience. So it's, it's exciting to be asked back, you know, that's what you look for. Like, I love everyone involved with it. I like the families that we film with. Um, yeah. It's, so yeah, I was, I was very excited. I was happy. Are we going to see, I mean, like you said, you don't have Jewish parents, but like, okay, so you want to be an investment banker. Like Gabby's a vet. Yeah. Like this is like a, I mean, I'm Jewish, so I can say yours is like a Jewish parents, like wet dream to have like an yeah, no, you're, and like, you're 100% right it's we are we have done really well so far her and I and especially looking at uh, applications right now for graduate school and everything like I did pretty well on my test and I'm gonna be able to get into a should be getting into a really good school uh, hopefully if I could put together a great application and Gabby's just spectacular she's saving lives on the daily it's they are really proud, but it's only the beginning for us. And me and Gabby are thinking one day when we're older, we'd like to start a business together. Really? Yeah. And she's now, she's at Tufts, right? Isn't she going to Tufts vet school? Yeah, she's at Tufts right now for her residency. So that's good. Like, that's kind of close to you. Yeah, no, I, I see her. We meet in Hartford actually halfway on the weekends. And that's me, her and her boyfriend. She's got an amazing boyfriend. This guy's the best. Really? Is uh, he a vet as well? Going to vet no, school? No, he's a... He, neuro doctor so he does something for uh psychology well that's not bad yeah no he's he's great he's a real stud he, he loves my sister treats her well were you shocked when you took gia to the prom how that became like a viral sensation i was so shocked it was like because she asked me and i'm like oh yeah of course like because g and i are like really close we've always had a great relationship so when i saw her, i remember i was at my internship at skybridge uh, Capital, which is Anthony Scaramucci's place. I remember like someone just texting me like, hey, you, this, this, and that. It's all over the place and there's articles everywhere. And I got verified on Instagram right after that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, it's, it's crazy. What happens? You're just minding your own business and Instagram is like, hey, we're verifying yeah, so you. I just saw, I opened up my Instagram and I saw a blue check mark. It was, yeah, it was a cool moment. It was cool. That is cool. Have you, have you talked to Gia recently? Yeah, we actually, we speak pretty often, Gia. Uh, Gia and I speak often. She's she's great. She's doing well. I think she's in Italy right now, but she'll text me for my birthday. Um, I'll text her for her birthday or something going on, uh, see how things are, just check in with her. You know, over everything, I know everyone wanted to see a date and everything. We ended up going just separate ways, uh, but we're still really close friends and we care about each other a lot. So, yeah. It's just when that picture went viral, it was like... I know it was just it was yeah yeah it was something else what about like when you apply for like these internships like do people there say things like I Uh, mean that is the craziest and I was afraid that would ever affect me and I was so fortunate that I just like the way the show has portrayed me that I it would just wouldn't be an issue at all anybody would have an issue with that is out of their mind because I've never like acted out of line on the show or anything I've always been myself you know I've always been myself and I'm happy the show has showed me that way uh, but I've walked in places and it's funny because you walk in and it's like you're you're the bottom of the bottom you're going in for an interview for a starting position and like right out of college 
and during the interview, sometimes the guys run out and they have to run, do something and come back. And the one guy comes back, he's like, so tell me about this show that you're on. I'm like, and you'll see, like, I look back and you'll see, like, maybe a few secretaries, like, looking in. Yeah. Like, so funny. Like, the, literally, he probably walks out and they're like, ask him about Real Housewives of New yeah, Jersey. Or, yeah, that, or, like, you have one of the female traders or, or one of them that maybe watched the show. That's good, but it's like it's never affected you, or someone's like, "Oh, you're on TV." Like, we don't know if you have time to do. You no, know, I don't. I don't think so. I just don't think so. It could have that I don't know about. I could have applied somewhere, and they could have seen it. And but anybody who would, you know, make a decision based off that and the way I've been portrayed in the show definitely would be in the in the wrong. I mean, there's there's no reason. Yeah, because like you said, you've never. It's not you getting involved in the drama on the show. Exactly. You know, it's not like I've always, I think, acted really appropriately. So there would be no reason for that. Did your mom give you advice? I mean, like, you guys kind of filmed the first season together. But, like, you know, as you've come back for seasons, like, did she ever give you advice about, like, how to handle, like, the fans or the Instagram or just, like, people watching? She, uh, yeah, I mean, just, you, you know, from a standpoint, like, you kind of just keep your mouth shut about some things, you know, there are so many people with different opinions on the show who feel really strongly about different things. Right. So, you know, not to like, if you feel a certain way about something like you, you know, you don't need to go touting it everywhere. And it was just be cognizant like that, you know, and do everything you can behind the scenes. Uh, unless it's something that has to do with like charity and something that would be benefiting everybody, you know? Right. What's like the best part for you of being involved in the show? The best part would have to be, I like making people really happy when they watch the show and they, they see me and they take pictures with me and they think like it made their day or something. Uh, that's my favorite part about it. Yeah. What about like, have you ever met anyone, you know, cause like you're on the show, like yeah. Dolores, I know goes to lots of premieres in the city. Yeah. Like, have you ever met, like, are you the type to get starstruck? So I get starstruck by finance professionals. That's really. I get like, when I met Anthony Scaramucci, I got really starstruck because I love him. Like he's always been an, uh, an idol of mine just from a, like a business perspective, the things he's done, um, you know, outside of politics. Like I've always like loved just this, the way this guy has built his business and it really, really is amazing. So, and he also gave me a great internship tip. You know, I interviewed and he gave me an internship, but when it comes to like, I'm trying to think, or other guys on Wall Street that I, like I've seen walking in the street, but. I'm trying to think if I've ever gotten starstruck. It, it, like someone that I love, like I love watching or I love their movie. Like who do you love? Like who as an actor? Oh, oh, I did get starstruck. I met Brad Pitt, and that was like amazing. Like this guy's extremely handsome, and he's so like he just carries a presence with him that's ridiculous. Yeah. Where where'd you meet Brad Pitt? I met him on the set of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I was able to meet him really quick. And he was a really wow. nice guy. It's, it was really cool. So I was starstruck there. I met Charlize Theron at one of her premieres, uh, Bombshell it was, and she's beautiful and was also so nice. All good experiences, really, and all, all great people. What about, how is Anthony Scaramucci? Like, he was actually there, like, while you were doing the internship? He was... Yeah, he was there. He was there. Wow. Like, I know people know him from a political perspective, but for, for me, it's all about the financial perspective the guy has started you know he started a firm that has nearly 10 billion dollars in assets under management something like that uh i know when i was there that's what it was and it was public information but um yeah like that was he was around and you'd see him and you learned a lot from him yeah there were a few times he's so busy he would come into the office every once in a while but whenever he would come in he would always be take the time to speak to us and we learned something great from him every time have you gotten like any perks from like being on the show just as far as, you know, like people are obsessed in our society with like celebrity and celebrity culture, you know, just from being on this show. Like, have you seen oh, any yeah. like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. why are you waiting in line at the club? Come on in like that type of thing or just other thousand, thousand percent. Like I don't go out much, but there were many times where I've been out at the club or something. And I've had like someone would come over and let me in. And just because I was, the bouncer would come up and be like, oh, you're this person everyone's talking about online, like, come in. And people may think it's crazy hearing this because a lot of people watch the show. It really is. A lot of people watch the show. Like, it's literally like you're just waiting in line thinking like, you know, you're not the type I know. You're not the type. You're not going to go up and be like, let me I in. Never, 
because my like if I go with my friends they'll always be like go to the front and tell them who you are go to the front I'm like absolutely not like I will absolutely not do that and, and you have friends that are like go do it yeah they're like go do it so we don't have to wait in line I always tell them like we're not we will wait we're gonna wait in line like you know and if it comes about that someone it happens it happens but other than that like I would never go out of my way to go do that no I, you're not the type no, I would definitely definitely not do that. But then, like, the bouncer will come and find you and say... Yeah, usually that happens pretty often. Wow. Yeah. Are you still shocked, like, when that happens? Yes. I'm very shocked and sometimes uncomfortable because you just walk past everybody and it feels bad. Well, like, I've gotten, you know, I've been to places, I've gotten free food all, a lot of the times and or just, like, really special perks, uh... Does that type of thing happen like more outside New Jersey or it's like more in New Jersey? Believe it or not, more outside New Jersey. Yeah. I, I, Jersey. I, I believe that. Definitely. Connecticut is where it happens the most. Definitely. Because they're not used to, I mean, it's not that far away, but there's no housewives in Connecticut. There's no reality shows in Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I've gotten the most perks here. I mean, I've had police officers too in Connecticut who like recognize me. Really? Yeah. So I know like a few months ago, I think it was you or Dolores, like this whole Gia picture came up and one of you said, you know, you're working 16 hours a day. You're about to work 16 hours a day because that's what you do in investment banking. And yeah. You don't have time for a girlfriend. Is that still the case? Well, no, I, I ended up, I was speaking to a girl for a while on and off and I just like, she's got a lot going on in her life. I have a lot going on in my life and I realized we stopped talking for a while for that exact reason. Also, the, the Gia thing was not only, it's not like only just me. I mean, it was mutual. Like, it was just at the time, it, you know, we decided like, yeah, just don't think this is right right now. You know what I mean? Right. And we decided just to maintain friends, um, which was great. And I was really happy she didn't find me a great guy. Uh, but so from that standpoint, though, I was ready to go into Oppenheimer and just put my head down and work as much as I possibly could. Like, that was it. I wanted to get this job. If, if they didn't have an opening, I wanted them to prove myself so much, they put me somewhere else uh, in the same department. And I was, that's what I was planning. So I was speaking to a girl for a while, anticipating that. And then she said, um, you know, she came, came to a point where she said to me, she's like, listen, I, which I respect so much. She's like, listen, I want a relationship. I feel very strongly about you. I understand your time constraints and everything, but I want to make this official and I want a relationship. And I was like, and I told her, I'm like, listen, I just am not in the position for that. She said, that's totally fine, but I'm going to have to not talk anymore, which I, which I advise any girl. Like, if you're speaking to somebody that you really like and they are not giving, like, they're not making things official and not giving you what you deserve, sometimes you just have to remove yourself rather than give them the best of both worlds, right? Kind of. Yes, yeah, so, sometimes that's the case. So that's what she did, and I spent a few months thinking about it, working, working. I'm like, you know what? Like, this girl has a lot going on in her life, too, and I miss her a lot. Let me reach back out. So I reached back out. We started talking again, and we ended up making an official. We ended up dating, and uh, she's a great girl. But it's not like we both have, like, very busy lives, and when I, we don't see each other often, but when we do, it's always something very special. It's a very special date. Uh, it's always – and make it the best we can make it. Me by her leaving. Yeah. That was yeah. kind of the right thing to do. I, I, I think so. I definitely think so. And you're yeah. seeing her now? You see her now at times? Yeah, I'm seeing her now. Yeah, wow. But, uh, yeah, so now she actually has coronavirus right now. I hope she feels better. Love her very much, but I haven't seen her. In, so I'm at college, so I was fortunate that I didn't see her in the time period where she got it. It's not like I see her every day. And so I didn't get it, fortunately, but yeah. Does she live in New Jersey? Yeah, she lives in Hasbro Heights. Well, putting her aside, what is your, let's pretend she doesn't exist for a minute. Like, what's your type? Yeah. My type, that's a good question. My type, I really like, um, I love like naturally beautiful women that, um, naturally beautiful women that have something planned that they want to do or working on something. Uh, a lot of career-wise, um, just like they're, they have something planned that they're working towards outside of our relationship. That's very important, I think, to be have a healthy relationship is someone needs to be working on something outside of that. Your relationship can't be your whole entire life. That's it. That 
other person is the only person that you live for. Like you have to live for yourself and your relationship to, should do maintenance on your life. You shouldn't have to do maintenance on your relationship. That makes sense. Do you have a preference like blonde, non-blonde? It's I, honestly not really. It's like, it's say, like I said, it's really just like the naturally, I, I love naturally beautiful girls. And it doesn't mean like if a girl were ever get plastic surgery, I would rule that out or anything, but that I don't talk about it like that. There's just a, it's, there's a look, it's very hard to describe that you know, my girlfriend definitely has. She's just naturally really beautiful. And you're not opposed to plastic um, surgery? Not to, how can I not? I mean, <laughs> how can I not? You see what I live with? Yes, Dolores has had her shares of plastic surgeries, which I have yeah. nothing against that either. No, she's killing it. She looks fantastic. I am all for the this plastic is, this surgery. Is my, this is my second girlfriend over here. Angel. She's so cute. Yeah, I rescued her last year. <laughs> so That's cute. well, I read that too, that you she's she's an older dog, right? Yeah, she's I think ten now. Ten years old. I just love Lolly. I think Lolly's so cute. Oh, she's like she's so cute, isn't she? She's adorable. She's so cute. So this little precious thing behind you, she's she's at college with you? Yeah, she comes to college with me. Oh wow. She's on a she's got a good diet going. She's very happy dog. She gets a lot of love. Your whole family is loves animals. Yeah, we do. We are you really are happy you, about her. Are you ever amazed? Because, like, I mean, I've seen some of the things that, like, Gabby does, like, the hand up the cow's ass. Like, I don't understand any of that. I'm, like, I'm amazed at what she does. And the hardest part that no one, people don't see about her job is, like, the amount of death that she sees. Gruesome death. To love animals and have to see that. Just, like, the... The, there's a thing they do at school that like it's it's just the way it works is that when you have a uh, you can get a free aut- autopsy on one of your animals right if you just donate them to the school and you see like what she has to do to do the full autopsy which is just proper practice you know and it must be really hard for her but she gets through it and she she's really been doing just amazing like so amazing i just yeah, yeah. And, and any type of doctor is yeah David too. David's David as well. He uh, he works hard. That guy's really special. Are you ever amazed that you're you know? Because I'm sure people have said to you just how like unconventional. I mean, it is 2020, but like just how unconventional that like your mother and father are so close. They're living in the same house now. David's living there. Like you're all just one big happy family. Yeah. No. I uh, people have said it before, and just seems to work you know it seems to work it's the classic saying if it's not broken don't fix it yeah are we going to see your sister on this season of real housewives of new jersey a few times i mean every time she gets on camera she has to bash my mother for something so is she is she less into being on the show than you yeah she i mean she doesn't mind it she'll if she's around she'll be out but she's so disconnected she's doing her own thing she needs every bit of brain brain power she can to get through what she's doing so right yeah. So that could be fun seeing her this season, though. Oh, you'll see. You guys will see her, definitely. Do you think there's any misconceptions about you or, like, Dolores, just from, like, being on the show? Like, do you think anyone has, like, the wrong idea about anything? I don't know. I, honestly, I would say I just hope people don't think that. Because there are a lot of scenes where I have my shirt off and here and there. And I just, people have seemed to take it really well. I just would never want anyone to think that I have a big head or that I'm very egotistical. Cause I'm really not, you know, I'm definitely not. And my mother is not either. So that's, I'm happy about that. No, you're not. And I'm sure it's not your, I'm sure you're not the one asking to take your shirt off at Watch What Happens as the bartender. I'm sure that just doesn't come to your yeah, head. No, it's just, you know, it's something that they like, they've spoken about, everyone has spoken about. And it's like, oh, that would kind of be a good idea. I'm like, yeah, sure. I have no problem. I've been working out hard. And I'm always happy to showcase. I look at it from a, like a different angle, you know? And you're still, are you still like doing the weight training? Like, I mean, I am, I'm training hard, but it's just not, not the way I'd like to be. Um, I still train every day, but I'll be, I, I always say you have to have like manifest destiny of your mind. Every goal from end to end, whether it's business wise from, you have to have completed for me and you, or you at least have to work towards completing. So business has been really great lately. Some super special things going on that I never thought I'd be involved in at this stage. I got to make sure that I have a, a body that goes along with it too. Yeah, that's important to me. Are you going to do a, a, any more competitions? Possibly. I am, I tore my pec right here. Um, so 
I have to see if I'll even be able to compete properly with that. Wow. Uh, really, it was a rough injury for me, and I kind of kept it private because it was really devastating. Um, I kept the shape in my pec, but it's hard to grow it the way I want to. I actually have to be a lot more cautious of like the way I lift, but I have no doubt I'll make it through it. I'm the best body I've had is yet to come yet. Yeah, yet to come. Well, that's inspiring. Thanks. I mean, it's fine how it is, but you know. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Dave. Well, I mean, I imagine that too with COVID. Was that one of the first things? I mean, I, I freaked out. I was like, what do you mean there's no gym? Like, yeah, I, or I you have a gym? basement. And then that was it. I was just like, kind of just did cardio, lifted lightly, and studied for the G Man. That was it. That was my life. Wow. Yeah. March, yeah, like March, April, and May of this year were kind of a blur. Oh, it was terrible. So for you, what did you do workout-wise? How did that work for you? I mean, well, so I live in a building that has a gym. It was closed. It's it's reopened. I think it reopened, like, I don't know, May or June. But at first, for like a month, I just didn't work out because I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. Then yeah, I fi- I, I'm not really one of those online class people, but I became one. I was just, I found... You know, I just went through a bunch of like online things until I found one I liked. And like at some point in the middle of it, I was, and I had free weights at home, but I mean, it wasn't the same. And then our gym, I think on the hush hush just kind of opened. You could only, I mean, you could only go one person at a time and you had to like sign up for it. It was a pain in the ass. But after like three months of no gym, you were like, I'll take whatever I can get. And now our gym is open. It's been open. But at first I was just like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, it's it was crazy, and the way things were closed down, it makes you appreciate your life so much. The little things I still appreciate that I miss, and it was a big, it was a rough time. It was a rough quarantine. I lost a lot of friends throughout, a lot of drama going on. Really? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. And like, um, what type of drama with friends? Just like, it's hard to describe. I guess just some people had had some type of perception about something, or is somewhere, and uh, you know. I guess some misunderstandings here and there. You you realize you have to just like you have a lot of respect for these people. You've been your friend for a long time, so you just you let things go and it's sad, but you get over. It, you move on. You cherish some memories. I think during COVID too, like people kind of reassess their lives and like who was really important. And I think you just kind of got yeah. rid of certain people, which isn't so bad. Yeah, of course, and you have to understand that if if someone has decided that it doesn't make you a bad person, you you're you no. Know, it, you can't fit everybody's life. You're not, you're not going to fit in everybody's life, even if you're a good person. Totally. So I won't ask you to give anything away, but if you could use one word or two words of, or a sentence, how is this new season of Real Housewives of New Jersey, you think, different from what you were involved in than other seasons, other than COVID? Yeah, chaotic and shocking. Chaotic and shocking and exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. Is there anything else you want to leave us with? I always like to give people a chance at the end to like talk about anything that I didn't bring up, anything you would like to, it sounds like your career is going great. Yeah, thanks. No, it is. Uh, trying to think of anything I'd like to leave people with just from uh, maybe some lessons I've learned so far in the past few months. I'd like to go over anybody listening and I'm sure yeah. I wish I could hear, hear whatever lessons they've learned, but I'll share what I've learned is that uh, if you have to do what you love, in order to be the best at it. You will never be the best if you don't love what you're doing. That's number one. If you want to take something to the next level, whether it's financially or uh, for recognition, you have to love it. Otherwise, you will never get through the hard times and put in the work that needs to be put in. Uh, for people, anyone wanting to go into education, um, finance, education is very important. You have to make sure you work very hard in school, pull good grades, and... Uh, and, and that goes for any passion. Like if you love something, you should spend every bit of your free time, uh, granted a few minutes for social media and a few minutes to just walk outside and clear your head, studying for that passion, loving that passion, doing everything you can for it. I think that's good advice. Yeah. So hopefully I will see you guys soon when the world opens a little more. Maybe, I mean, absolutely. And I would, I would love to see you in person. I was so excited when I saw you get on camera. My apologies that I didn't know you're... I I knew David, but David Yantif didn't like click in my head until you get on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I I love, I love David. This is David. I felt bad too. Like I said to Dolores, because I had like my whole team reach out. And then I was like, 
once they told me you were coming on, I was like, I hope they don't think I'm like, now I'm all high and mighty that I can't even reach out directly. So just like you don't want to get out of line and go to the front of the line. I felt the same way. I'm like, I hope they don't think I'm having like my team reach out because I'm too high on myself. David, never. You're probably just busy or you got some other things going on. I I didn't think that at all. I never think It just happened so fast. And then we're like, you're coming out. I'm like, oh my God, I need to call Dolores. And then I'm like, I don't have time to call Dolores today. Yeah. Here we are two weeks later. So. And I ran a little late there. My apologies. But I hope I hope this was good and uh, you got the inform- some good information. I wish I could tell you more about the season because a lot of people listening, that's what they like to hear about. But Well, you know what it is? Here's the thing. I have a lot of people on my show. There's a lot of different types of shows I have. Some people, listen, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I go there. I need to push them. I need to get some drama out of them. I need them to say some things so I can get some headlines. With you, I know that if I do anything wrong, Dolores will find me and hunt me down and kill me. So you're kind of like family. So I need to, this has to just be. That's, yeah, that's what you have to do. I, I, I would stay true with it too. I got to make sure I can't let anything out because it's. And I don't want you to do that. If, no. if, if you were someone else, I might've pushed, but. Yeah, you, you got to put, you. that's what you have to do. But no, it's more of a, uh, a wholesome one where you just talk about the, uh, I think it's interesting because people always ask me, always, like what's, What's it like on the show and everything? You know, what's it like to get, and I know it's funny because you, the people that are the nicest are the ones that either say, I don't watch the show, but that's so cool. Or I love the show. You're the, you know, you're the best. I love your mom. You're the best. She's the best. I love her. She's my favorite housewife. It's always the people that want to come up to you and act like, you know, you ain't shit to be different and prove a point to you. You know, it's like, what do you mean? Like, do people people come up and like yeah. try to act like they don't know you? They'll be like, "You kidding me?" Like, I, I would never watch that stuff. Like, I'm like way too busy for that. So I'm like, I'm like, guess what? There's billions of people in the world, and about one, two, or three million watch the show. So I'm really not surprised that you don't watch it, right? So Seriously. that's great. And those same people that tell you that probably then want a picture with you anyway. Yeah, it's it's always it's always something. It's like it's the nicest people who are nice about it, either don't mention it at all, or it's the people that try to make a point and be different and like kind of bash the show that always end up being people I don't like and who always end up being the most interested and need to like try to get in some way. Interesting. And also, I mean, if you think about it, like, isn't like, I don't know if you ever think this way, like the power of TV is just so interesting. Cause like you said, I mean, you really do have like a whole life. Like your life is not to be, on reality TV, you have this whole career, but yet, you know, like 90% of the people that don't know you don't really want to talk about your career. Obviously they want to, I'm sure people just want to oh, talk about the housewives of, of New course. Jersey. Yeah. That's okay. You know, I understand. It's like. People love it. Yeah. You can't, you can't hold, hold that against people. And a lot of people don't understand like what I have going on. Like I have something huge going on in my career right now, like gigantic. I was just so exciting and I'm lucky, really lucky to be a part of it. You know, so I'm, I'm hoping once uh, once that happens, I'll be able to announce it and and show what show off what happened. I'll be looking for it on on your Instagram. Thank, thank you. So tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Frank and you can also find me on Snapchat too at Frank Catania. And I'll probably be making a Twitter soon, so you keep an eye on for that. As long as you have Instagram, it's, it's all about the gram. Yeah. I really appreciate this. Tell Dolores bye as well. Tell Lolly. I love her dearly. I will. I'll and Lolly ho- hopefully I will see you guys in person soon. Yes, David, you're the best. And I hope you guys really enjoy Do you know when it's premiering? I don't even know. Do you have an idea? I think I could be wrong. I think February. That's what I think. February? Yeah. And, and I'll keep you posted when this is coming out too. It's coming out not right now, but soon. Like oh, in a month or two. Okay. So you can listen. No, David, thank you for even having me on. You're you're like you're literally the best. You're so kind. I remember the first time I met you, I go to my mom, like, that guy's so nice, man. Like, I love that guy. Well, the first night we met, yes, is the first time I met Dolores at a furniture store. Yeah, that that was where we met, right? In yeah. Maggiano's um and Houston's that place, Riverside Square Mall, I I think it's called. Dolores was doing an appearance with Teresa and Danielle Staub, yes. And yeah, I, I just met Dolores and Dolores was like, you want to meet Frank? You want to meet Frankie? She's like, and then she called you and she's like, get over here. This guy wants to meet you. And you appeared. Yeah. 
Thank so you. They, thank you for thinking I'm so nice. I don't know if everyone agrees with that statement, but I, I will take it. I, I think I, I think you're very nice and Dolores are very nice. You're two oh, of the nicest thanks. people that I've met throughout this whole thing. For oh, thanks so much. Well, we just- you You're know, real. You, it, you, we are, and I also want to leave with this, like everyone on the show, including ourselves, is very fortunate to be able to have the platform to share our voices and, and just be in this position. It should never constitute a, a reason for you to feel like you're better than everyone ever. ever. You know, it, I agree because you're the same person you were before the show, and you'll be the same person after the show. Yeah, and you know what? What the, the show is go, like? It's not going to last forever. So you it's can't not. be acting. You can't be acting like this right now. Next thing you know, it's gone, and pe you have you people look at you the way you acted then. You have to use it the best because it's not going to be here forever. I think I'll be able to maintain what I have now for hopefully forever by what I do in finance, but you know, it's, it's not gonna last forever. Well, and to your point, a lot of people come on and act a certain way and then the show ends and now they need like, you know, whether you're 30 or 50, now you need like a job and yeah. now you, you can't get a job because you've acted a certain way for the whole world to see and you 100%. can't go back to being like an actual career personnel of any sort. So it's 100%. not worth it. It's very short-sighted for four years, 10 years, whatever it is. I agree with you. I say that all the time on the show. Like the show will end for every single person at some yeah. point. It, I don't it, care if you're number one on the call sheet or whatever, or the newest yeah. housewife, it will end no matter who you are. hundred percent. And you, you got to look at it from that standpoint because it's just like, I think a lot of people, I, I don't know. I think people may think it, it will last forever and it won't, you know, well, you, it, it won't. You know what's interesting? Because I speak to a lot of housewives that are not on the show anymore. It's shocking to me that everyone, it has ended for so many people. And yet when it ends for each person, they always seem shocked, which that shocks me. Like if it were me, I would go to work every day and say, this is my last year. That would just be me. Because yeah. everyone else it ended for. So I would just assume my time was coming, but it's not that way. Every person I speak to that's not on the show anymore 90% are shocked when it's their time. It's <laughs> that's like- how, That's how that one acts. That's how that one acts. Like you just mentioned, this is, just, that's all, this is my last year. You know what I mean? That's who, how she acts. Dolores? Yeah, and anytime she gets a call back, she's like, oh, she's excited. But it's hard, David, because like, you don't realize that. So the viewers usually don't like the ones that start the drama naturally. It's reality TV, people don't like drama stars. But then they don't like to show if there's no drama. So it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And you have to find a way to, to just properly portray yourself where you're adding value to the show from both uh, an entertainment standpoint and also a, um, you know, showing some class and morality while, uh, while also making the viewers love you, you know? Do people tell Dolores she needs to start more drama? There were, there were you know, times in the past where She's just, she, well, the people never say it like that because it, it's reality. You know, you're not going to go tell somebody, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. But there were times in the past where just there were people that have said, though, why are you such a pushover? Why do you not do this? Are you kidding me? You let that slide? Like, and it gets you riled up. And Dolores is not a pushover in real life. No, definitely not. You, she's, I, there's some stories before, you know, good thing she wasn't on when she was younger, actually. Because when I was a bit, because she was, she had definitely mellowed out at this time period, but she was, oh my gosh. I've heard some of them from her. Yeah. There's, she has scars from fights she's gotten. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard some of those. So that's, I think people secretly, I mean, listen, she's from Patterson, New Jersey. So. Of course you gotta be tough. Patterson is tough. Yeah. You have to be tough. So, all right. So hopefully I'll see you soon. Yeah, David, hopefully I'll see you soon. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for everyone for watching. I hope you enjoyed. I appreciate this. Tell Dolores goodbye and I will keep you posted. Sounds great. And I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Nice talking to you. Bye, David. Nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, 
subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.